Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 359 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I'm here for the episode one degree short of a full circle. Because it's 359 and uh, there's 360 degrees in a yep. circle. Uh, yeah, so and next week uh, next week is all going to be about uh, circles and recursion, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys listen to that episode because it's not going to be confusing in the slightest. Yeah, it'll be full of spirals. Well, spiral. Uh, well, no, because the show will do a downward spiral. Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the show's been doing a downward spiral for the last nine years. Oh, it's circling around the drain is really what it's been doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big, big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Hoppin' Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Simpson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios. Uh, and Carlos, you were telling me something about the Black Belt patrons uh, at dinner last night. Yeah, so they actually uh, are bricklayers. Uh, oh, they're they bricklayers. Yeah, they do a lot of bricklaying in their uh, free time. I always thought they were pipe layers. Uh, no, it's uh, it's actually brick. Because uh, like uh, I don't know what's what's the euphemism for that. I don't I don't know what that there's means. There's no euphemism. I feel like you're. I feel like it's a euphemism for something. No. No, I'm afraid not. But what they specialize though is no. In you're making, a person. Uh, you're not afraid not at all. So, anyways, <laughs> what they especially do is uh, those brick ovens for pizzas. Oh, okay. So each of them have like since they've been practicing their skills, each of them owns like ten of them on their properties. That because uh, they got to practice uh, to get their like get better and better uh, pizza ovens going man, on. Now I want pizza. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that, like. Okay, well, so if you'd like, uh, if you'd like the skills to build your own brick oven, to uh, be a pizza, professional, a professional bricklayer. Uh, bricklayer, so you can build your own brick pizza oven uh, for wood-fired pizzas, which are absolutely delicious. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindedStudios and become a Black Belt patron today. Um, and you, you may acquire those skills. I, you might. I mean, I can't really promise anything, but we can't see the future. But I mean, Brick Lane may be in it. <laughs> All right, and then while you're over at BlindNerdStudios.com trying to find that patron link, go ahead and click on the store link and head over to uh, our store and see some of our cool stuff, like our Definitely Wearing Pants Pants. All right. Carlos, what have you been up to lately, man? Uh, let's see. Mostly work. Uh, I've been playing a little Metal Gear Solid Five again. I'm slowly trying to, trying to actually finish the game this time. Okay. Uh, so I, I picked up where I left off, and... Um, making for further progress in the story, and I've been enjoying it. It's a it's a fun game because you just can do all sorts of wild stuff in it. Okay. Anything else? Uh, let's see. No, not not really. Uh, yesterday we though was our first uh of our monthly dinner nights. Yeah, I gotta figure out like a cool name for the group right now. It's uh, I think the Facebook group is called uh, Let's Get Together and Eat Things, or no, uh, Let's Go Eat Things. I like let's get together and go eat things because it's more words. <laughs> uh, Carlos, will you do me a favor? I, I know I'm interrupting you here right now, uh, but will you grab me another glass because I made a mistake? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I have I have the wrong order of beers up. Okay. 
I guess I could just drink this Corona. Yeah, I'll just drink this Corona and go get another. Um, but another glasses. glass is probably good too. All right, guys. Yeah, it's been a long day. I'll I'll say that when it's my turn. But yeah, um, yeah. So, but, but besides that, not a whole lot. Well, else. yeah. So, well, let's talk about dinner a little bit. Um, yeah. So we have this. I, I had this idea, um, and I finally, after I think, oh man, it's been like two years in the making. I finally got um, a group to agree to my insane plan where uh, I think there's eight, eight or nine people in our group. And we, uh, each month, one person chooses a restaurant and we all go to it. Um, the rule is no complaining. Uh, <laughs> and like, yes, yeah, so nobody can complain about your choice and everybody who can go goes. So you can complain about other things, but not the choice. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. You just can't. You can't. You can't bitch about like. So if somebody's like, "Oh, I want to do Ethiopian food," you can't be like, "Well, I don't like Ethiopian food." You can like decide not to go, or you can go and you can try something. Yeah. Um, just because there's there's a lot of really cool restaurants in the cities, and we just we don't get to we don't do a lot of variety stuff, and we don't really have an excuse to go out to nicer restaurants all the time. And uh, we didn't do this over the last year because there might have been this COVID thing. There was yeah the COVID thing. Um, yeah, so this was our this was our first outing, and we went to uh, Butcher's Tail in Minneapolis, uh, which is a like it's it's a decent steakhouse, yeah. and uh, then like we grabbed a beer at Brit's Pub beforehand, and yeah, what what did you think? Uh, yeah, I had the uh, they had surf and turf, so I gave that a shot. Like that was a New York aged steak. Uh, that was I, I'd never had a uh, a dry aged steak before, so that was uh, interesting. Uh, and then uh, like that they were the uh, the turf. The surf for that was the was prawns, so that was that was good. I, I kind of wanted to try like prawns, like be on the coast and try prawns there, like some some like nice fresh prawns, some fresh prawns. Uh, let's see, uh, one of the there's a bunch of sides. What was your favorite side? The appetizer of sausages was amazing. Was your favorite? Yeah, that I think. Honestly, like looking back at it, I think that might have been the best dish that we had. Yeah. Um, they had three, it was three massive uh, house-made sausages. There was like a cheddar brat. There was, and I, can't, I honestly can't remember what the other two were, but they were very good. Yeah. Um, with uh, some different sauces and a really good uh, Giadara. That was just fantastic. Um, then like the sides that we had, I really liked uh, the mushrooms with, the uh, like it was like a blue cheese truffle um, sauce that they were in, and it, they were super good. Between those and I really enjoyed the Brussels sprouts. I know Matt didn't like them, but they were fine right away. But like once they like had sat on the table for like fifteen minutes, they weren't as good. Oh, well, that's with Brussels. I don't like cold Brussels sprouts anyway. Like Brussels yeah. sprouts have to be consumed hot. And like their uh, their potato wedges were fine. Like they're just they were just potato wedges. There wasn't anything special about them. Yep. The uh, what was it? The the Cajun ketchup that was really good. I did not actually think I, I forgot because like the sides of ketchup and something else came with the the wedges. And I didn't even think about uh, like the ketchup or anything. So really? I, I, I didn't you try didn't it. try any of the Cajun ketchup? No, I was actually dipping because I was dipping the wedges in the sauce. Oh, in the steak sauce. Stuff. And that was good. Yeah, the steak. There was a really good steak sauce. I did not put any on my steak yeah. because that would have been a waste. I know. I did one bite with the steak sauce, and then I just ate the rest of the yeah, steak. It was a good steak. It was yeah. like I think it was like a ten ounce uh, strip. Um, and I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Something a little fattier, I think, mm-hmm. would have been better. But I wasn't going to shell out one hundred and twenty five dollars for a wagyu. <laughs> 
Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Like, I'd have to have something that I'm be, I'd be celebrating. Like, that can't right. just be like a, oh, we're out with friends night. Let's like, just drop to, $125. Right? <laughs> that has to be one of those nights where, like, I'm also, like, going to the top shelf scotch, too. Yeah. Like, to go with it. And, and speaking of scotch, like, those drinks that they had, like, their mixed drinks were great. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I think between all of a between the table, I think we had almost everything. Yeah, I can't. It was the. Uh, it wasn't. I had a mule there that was okay, but it was just like it's a mule. It's not going right. to be that different. But your your praline old fashioned, the uh, pecan old For, fashioned. Yeah, yeah, pecan. Uh, that was there, that yeah. was fantastic. Like that was a really good. Old it was fashioned. like a pecan praline, right? Because it had a bunch of butterscotch and stuff. Oh in yeah. It. Yep. Yeah, that was super good. Yeah, and like yeah, the, the, the drinks were great. Yep. Um, yeah, and then I I don't know I if you guys are ever in Minneapolis, I highly recommend going to Brit's Pub. I it's just a really cool space. Uh, it's like you know, this English style pub in Minneapolis, and they have um, a big green space on the roof uh, where they do lawn bowling and stuff, and yeah, it's really neat. And uh, let's see, we also had the adventure of trying to get back to our vehicle. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we got back to the vehicle, though, like, and it was... So, because, like, uh, to get access to the parking area, uh, <laughs> like, the building to that, like, uh, we, like, you take the elevator and then we get to the street level, uh, there was only doors that led out. Uh, they, they didn't have any doors that were uh, unlocked and let you get back in. So we ha we eventually walked around the entire block until we found, like, uh, okay, here's, like, a part we can actually walk down in. So that was... That was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Anything else you want to talk about? Or uh, No, I don't get anything else. All right, let's see. Uh, things that I did this week. Um, I don't know. I, f I feel like it was a busy week, but I can't remember why. Oh, you did a bunch of family stuff this week? Yeah, it was a bunch of family stuff this week. Oh, oh I took... Uh, I, went, I went out for sushi with, uh, with my family, and it was... Interesting, because it was my grandmother's first time in a Japanese-style restaurant, uh, along with uh, my aunt, who I believe it was her first time, and my youngest cousin was there, too. Um, and we were there for uh, my, like, the 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 oldest cousin's uh, birthday. He's He just turned 19, and he wanted to go to sushi, and he had sushi one other time in Red Wing, I think. Um, and so he was, he was like, well, yeah, I want to try sushi. And so we went and we just went to Sapporo. Good. It was, it was good. It was very interesting watching, uh, like just, just watching the family dynamics. Like grandma was a little confused, a little trepidatious about the food, but kept asking if the chicken was going to be cooked. <laughs> um, I'm like, yes, grandma, they, they cook the chicken. You can't eat raw chicken. Like, uh, and then... Yeah, uh, my cousin or my youngest cousin was determined to use chopsticks, which is good for him. Yeah. Uh, except it was kind of painful to watch him try to like get noodles up. To, like I don't know, it was fun. Uh, and then we played uh, we played a bunch of board games that night. Uh, yesterday went kayaking. hadn't been kayaking uh, the lower uh, yet this year, so that was good. It was it was a lot of fun. Took us about four hours, and then just did a lot of pool time until uh, butcher. And then today was kind of more of the same. Let's, I, I feel like there was other stuff that happened this week, but I'm honestly just completely blanking on everything. Um, oh, I watched uh, I watched a movie this morning um, on Netflix about 
like something happens and people can't sleep anymore. Oh yeah, I think I remember a trailer for that. It was enjoyable. I'm not going to say it was great, but it, I didn't hate watching it. That's kind of where I'm at on that yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, should we try to drink some beer? Sure. All right, um, so we have uh, M43 uh, from... Uh, uh, what, oh. New Orthodox? Is, or, or is that the type of... That's, uh, that's, the, that's the type. Uh, oh, Old Nation Brewing Company. We had, uh, we had one of their beers on the show the other day. The 70 Recu- Plus uh, West Coast IPA. Yeah, and we absolutely loved it. So this is a hazy IPA. So we'll see how this goes. Let's see. Maltus pills, weed, oat, calypso, amarillo, dry hop, citra, amarillo, and Simcoe. All right. Yeah. Uh, Boil hops, calypso, amarillo, citra, dry hop with citra, amarillo, and Simcoe. Uh, Very simple malt bill. It looks like Pilsner, wheat, and oats. Uh, This is 6.8% with 65 IBUs. Um, Oop. My 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 pour was a little and aggressive there. It was there. canned two months ago. What are you getting so far there, bud? Uh, very, poured with a very nice head. Uh, slightly hazy, not too bad. I'm not getting a lot in the scent. I, I'm getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of the IPA smell in there, but like it's pretty pretty light on the smell. Yeah. This is nowhere near as, like, big and bold. Uh, so it looks like canned 517. Yep, two months ago. Two months ago, which isn't too bad. Um, hmm. yeah, it, it tastes pretty straightforward. Pretty middle of the road, if I'm yeah. being completely honest. I like the other one way better. Oh, yeah, the other one was better. Just way better, like, heads and shoulders. Yeah, no, like this one's definitely hazy, uh, I guess. So the and like the hop flavor is kind of muddled for me. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, will you hand me the paper towels? I'm sorry, I keep asking you to get things this episode. This is the episode where I just make Carlos get stuff for me because I I keep spilling or needing more glassware or yeah, I don't know. Like so, it's it's soft. It's a little sweet. Um, the bitterness just isn't quite there. I mean, my palate may be ruined by this energy drink that I'm drinking. That is absolutely disgusting. Uh, give me a number, Carlos. Uh, let me take one last sip. Let me okay. see. Mm, so it's a New England Pale Ale IPA. Uh, I don't know. It's... Yeah, it's it's fine. Nothing really makes it stand out. So I'm going to give it a a six. It's not bad, but there's nothing I can like really say about it. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to copy you on that one. It is a six. It's it's not bad. It's not amazing. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I've had I've had much better beers. I've had much worse beers. It's very middle of the road. Well, that was uh, mildly disappointing. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, that seventy plus was so good. It was so, uh, and maybe like our expectations were too high. Maybe, but you know what they weren't too high for? 
What weren't they hurry for? Oh. Crack open a Corona. Oh, yeah. The next quarter mile. All right. This is uh, this is everyone's new favorite segment. At least it's our new favorite favorite segment. <laughs> the next quarter mile. All right. And to start this off, uh, do you have the stopwatch? Because I, I believe it is my turn to do plot in sixty seconds. Give me a countdown. All right. Ready. Set. Go. All right, we start with uh, our buddy Brian, who is terrible at driving, but great at eating terrible tuna sandwiches. Then he uh, gets beat up by Dom's friends, that then actually beats up one of them. Then he uh, ingratiates himself with Dom by uh, not lo- or by losing in a street race, but then saving himself. Uh, and then he sleeps with Dom's sister. Uh, and then uh, the race wars happen, but not those kind of race wars. Um, and then the scrawny kid drives away. And then... Uh, like, Dom and the family go off uh, to do some thieving. And Brian's like, but Mia, I know we just banged. I'm a cop. And Mia's like, no. And then uh, they go after Dom and them to help them because it's dangerous. Uh, and then some shenanigans happen. The scrawny kid gets shot. Uh, Mia, like, holds his dying body. Dom and Brian get in a street race. Uh, Dom flips over after hitting a semi-truck after jumping a train. Uh, Brian gives him the keys to the 10-second car and he flies away got two seconds Woo! <laughs> yeah you did that with a couple seconds to spare that was good all right i'm getting better at this so yeah so just a quick refresher uh that was the entire plot uh from the beginning to end of fast and the furious from the very beginning of the franchise yep. to where we, we are, are yep we are in the fourth quarter mile uh so we are now done with the first film so that was one minute of the entire plot in fast and the furious yeah next time it'll be one and a quarter movies that's gonna be fit in that one minute yeah, we're going to, yeah. It's going to get weird. All right, so uh, now we have our new our, uh, segment that we introduced last week, uh, which is the 10-second car. Yep, uh, so this is uh, 10 words or less to describe the, the quarter of the movie that we saw. So here it is. Trucker payback and motorcycle violence leads to bad cop Brian. I like it. That works. Um, all right, so let's do a quick synopsis of the quarter, um, and then we will do uh, we will talk about the next segment. So uh, yeah, so in this in this quarter mile, uh, we pick up where we left off, where uh, Dom and the family have gone after gone to steal their uh, DVD players. Yep, they're hopping their cars. They're doing it without Jesse this time. Because if you remember, Jesse drove off into the sunset last uh, last time. Yeah, in the last quarter in the last quarter mile. And it's strange that they decided that like weren't going to take care of that right away. That they decided they're just going to go do this robbery. Yeah, that, had, that had to be like a Chekhov's gun situation. Uh, and then uh, well, I was surprised since they're going to their cars at night, but it was a daytime robbery. That was, that was oh yeah, well, they had to drive all night to get yeah. there. Uh, but then, like, they were back in L.A. within, like, two minutes. Yeah. So, who knows? But there was also a helicopter involved, so. Yeah, they tried to, uh, like, steal from the truck, but the truckers, like, had, like, a, there's a word that, word getting around that they're going to fight back. I was surprised. It was just the one truck dude held them all off. And With that, a shotgun. <laughs> that was wild. Well, to be fair, all right, so we, we talked about how terrible their plan was. Yeah. Um. Because they had no way of getting the loot. Yo, yeah, you know, yeah, you brought this up that uh, 
So if, even if they took the semi out, there's a tire semi back full, back full of stuff. They got no semi. No, but so, so even even that, like, what is their plan? Are they going to murder that trucker? I don't think so. But I don't. But they're not wearing masks. Yeah, they're shooting harpoons into the front seat. Yeah, a front seat. There's two front seats, and they always shoot for the passenger. The passenger side. one, right? So what 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 does the harpoon do? It pierces the so seat. so no so the harpoon allows well there's two harpoon allow, allows allows Vince to climb to the cab yeah right so they're going to hijack the truck yeah I think they're just they're gonna punch the guy in the face a bunch okay I can't remember he can recognize move. them oh yeah like once he got starts getting shot at he removes his helmet yeah. Because, like, I guess that was Vince's plan was to just remove his helmet. Remove his helmet because, like, oh, I'm being shot at, and now I'm, like, on the speeding thing. I need to make sure that I'm everybody knows. I'm looking forward to see what, how Vince is going to treat Brian in the, in the next movie. Uh, he does come back. He does come back? He does come back. I take it he's still friendly with Brian. He comes back. Brian saved his life. He comes back. <laughs> That's all you're getting from me. All right. Um, yeah, so it's like their, their plan is terrible. So then now they're, so they're either going to kill this guy or leave him on the side of the road in the middle of the desert. Well, I mean, they were talking about that. Their plan was to like that, like that was going to be their last, uh, last heist. And then they're going to have enough. So they're uh, escalating the murder VCR combos that they're going to be able to like retire Retire to Mexico. Mexico. Apparently, uh, instead of pesos, they use, uh, TV VCR combos. Yeah. And a bunch of VCR and a bunch of DVDs. DVD players. Yeah, it's it's not a good plan. Uh and it's I was not ex- so I was expecting that they're going to try to get a truck and like the like you find out that there's not just one guy in the truck, there's a bunch of people in the back with what guns that are going to s- stop them. But no, it's literally just the one guy in the truck. Yep. That held them all off. Yep. Their heist goes disastrously bad. Disastrously bad. We've spent enough on this heist. So um, the heist goes wrong. Uh, Vince gets shot and tied up. Uh, Letty's car flips over. Brian saves the day. Brian swoops in, saves the day, um, stops the the bleeding on Vince. Calls an ambulance. Uh, Calls an ambulance helicopter, revealing to Dom that he is a cop. His cover is now super blown. Super blown. blown Before. Super blown. Which it already was after Mia blew him. Yeah. He blew his cover. Yeah. Uh, 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 Yeah, I see what uh, you did there. That was a sex joke. It was. Um, And then, (laughs) uh, yeah, so then Dom, so the the helicopter comes, picks them up, uh, and then Dom uh, goes back home. To get his charger. Yeah. Because he needs to go find... Uh, Jesse. Jesse. He needs to go find Jesse because uh, the the Asian gang is going to shoot him. And they and then Brian shows up. Brian shows they up. Have their, they have put guns at each other. They have guns other. pointed at each other. But then the gang comes by and they shoot Jesse. <laughs> yeah, the gang comes by and shoots Jesse. Um, and everything Which I was, else. And I was shocked, just shocked at this character that they got gave just the barest minimum of emotional uh, de- uh, depth background to him that they had him shot. I'm just very they, shocked about they that. They didn't give a lot of emotional depth to anybody. Nope, they did not. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so Jesse dies. Uh, Dom and Brian hop in their cars and go after these motorcycle shooters um, and take both of them out. Uh, there's a dramatic scene where Dom comes out and hit knocks one down a hill, stops, gets out of his vehicle, and walks over to the edge of the hill and looms over it, like, menacingly, um, and then gets back in his car to resume this. Yeah, the guy race. was injured. He is fine, He wasn't though. even dead. Yeah, no, he's He fine. just rolled down a hill lightly. And so none of these guys were Johnny Tran either, right? They're just some random mooks of his. Yep. <laughs> so then... Yeah, so then, uh, well, no, actually, I think one was, like, uh, trans cousin or brother. Okay. Uh, that's the one that Brian shot. All right. So, yeah, so Brian, uh, being the cop that he is, uh, shoots Tran, yells at um, at a random car. Their window isn't even down to call 911. Then he gets in his car and drives away yeah. uh, to get into a street race, like a quarter-mile drag race with Dom. And so, like... The whole thing about a quarter mile uh, and like the, the 10 second car is it takes 10 seconds to go with a quarter mile, right? Yep. So how long? Did you time it? I did not time it. <laughs> I, I, I should have timed it because there was so much. Oh, it's, it's like a four minute sequence. There's so much blurry slow-mo that goes on over this quarter mile race. So actually, uh, there's, um, uh, you know the Cinnamon Sins or Cinema Sins uh, channel? Yeah. They have like the the what the difference? What's the difference? Uh, they did one with Fast and the Furious because the first Fast and the Furious is based on a article about um, L.A. street racing. Oh, okay. And like that's that's where the like the blur effect comes uh, from. Uh, it does it does not reappear in the series. This is the only movie with the blur effect. The article talked about a blur effect. Yeah. Was who wrote that article? You'll, you'll have to look it up. I don't have all the information. This in front sounds of me. like a person who knows nothing. It, it. I mean, he was a street racer. Like he, he so he? He, was, he was talking about like how like everything like as at those speeds like everything's just kind of a blur outside of the car and oh, but it's not slow mo blur. Uh, I don't, you have you have to all read right. the you have to read the article. Um, yeah. So that happens. Uh, so they, they get they get into this quarter mile thing and like there's this train coming and it's going ding 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 and they ding, barely ding, ding. beat that and train. then they barely they nos right through that so the entire movie nonstop people are driving and then they're doing some other b- shit while they're driving like when they're driving like at the beginning of, like, of this quarter like Brian's driving the car and the at nighttime but he's also pulling up a map up and he's looking at this map at the same time he's driving finally it bites somebody in the ass. As after they pass the the train, uh, Vince uh, uh, Vin Diesel's character looks to the side at Brian and then fucking hits a semi. Yep, <laughs> just and I, I really hope it was the same semi that they were trying to rob. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I know I doubt it, but I really wish it was. Um, and then so Dom's car flips over. Brian runs up, gets Dom out of the car. You can hear police sirens in the distance. And then Brian still owes Dom a 10-second car, so he gives him the car keys and lets him get away. Yeah. And making then- making Brian, like, one of the cops who's worst at his job in history. I can't say the worst cop in history because there's way worse cops, but... There's cops that are worse people, and do, but, like, Brian is not good at his job. He's not good at his job. And, and Brian, He's incompetent. And right then and there, Brian walks into the credit fade. The credit fade, and that is it. Which brings us to the, the final... The new segment! The new segment within this segment. 
how we made this stupid little podcast in this. This is so dumb. Uh, this is rear view mirror. Um, this will only show up when we when we finish a mile. Um, so we are going to look back, uh, and more importantly, I, I want to know your take on this. How? So this is the first time you've seen this movie in probably 15, 18 years. Yeah. What did you think? Overall, overall impression. There was not a lot there. There's not a lot to this thing. There, there's not a lot of substance to it at all. There's, I was surprised how little there was to this movie. That's, it's kind of like if you had like the barest bones of a car, like just the skeleton of a car that you had go like, like maybe you didn't even have like covering on the seats or anything. It was just the barest minimum that you could get in a car to make it drive. I think that's the movie. So, well, so stripping this movie down to the nuts and bolts, you have um, undercover cop goes undercover. Mm-hmm. Uh, undercover cop ingratiates himself into gang. Yeah. Um, undercover cop, or then you have uh, set up race wars, mm-hmm. which not necessary. No. To the story at all. Race wars happen. Except for Jesse to lose his car, which yep. that wasn't necessary. Race wars happen. Um, undercover cop blows cover. Mm-hmm. Um, high emotional beat at end. Um, undercover cop realizes they are fr- uh, he's too emotionally involved and lets the subject get away. Those are the seven points to this movie. Yeah, uh, I, I, you can't really break any more points than that. I, I, I don't think so. I think that's as, as bare bones as it yeah, is. It's just you can only break it down to those those seven points. <laughs> I mean, can you can you re- can you reduce it even further? Like, no, no, I, and I, I can't. I couldn't break the points down any further. Point break. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> No, I would say that Point Break has more substance to it than... Hey, bro, I think the Point Break Fast remake has more substance than, than the first Fast and the Furious movie. So, yeah, and I just... I was stunned that, like, we get to the last quarter of the movie and it's like, wow, this is it. This is the big thing they're doing at the end. They're failing a heist. And they're failing just, a heist, they're killing off a character, <laughs> and then they're ending the movie. Uh, wow, it was... <laughs> it was a mess. I don't think it was a mess. I think it was a very tight movie. I don't, like, there's not a lot of substance how, to it. How long was the movie? Um, like, so we saw it in 26-minute chunks, right? 26 and a half minute chunks, and there was four of them. Yeah. Mm, so 104 minutes. Yep. Yeah, so that's, it's very short. It's pretty, yeah. yeah, that, so, so I, I, I guess I can see, like, how, like, uh, some of the reasons well, this, like, this right. was 2001 we weren't having um the like 90 minutes was your average runtime for a film uh and we were kind of like we were kind of there like this was about 10 minutes over that but we, we we were looking at like tight fast films like even like gone in 60 seconds was like there's not a lot of substance to that movie either yeah uh, and, and so and like nobody gets character development we do get a, at least some insights into vin diesel's character Yep, a little bit, but nobody else, nobody else gets yeah. anything. Yeah, there's just like, and there's not ton to it, but it's it's just a good popcorn flick, and I can see why they gave it another, uh, why why they why they gave it a sequel. Yeah, it's a kind of it's just a dumb movie. 
uh, it's it was kind of a letdown. Actually, I was expecting more, like more from the races, more from the action. But like, it's also the first one in the series, and it's from like two thousand two one, two thousand one. What year was this? No, two thousand one. Yes. All right. So, out of the ten seconds that it takes to go to a quarter mile, how many seconds would you give this? I'm not going to give it very high because I because I know that these later movies are going to kick it up a notch. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to be at four. I'm going to say it gets four seconds in. And four seconds in, and the car implodes. Yeah, it All just right. falls apart. It just falls apart. Falls apart at four seconds. Yeah. You hit the NOS too early on this one. All right. How about you? Um, so I guess from your perspective, you've seen all of them. I've seen all of them, so I know what it sets up, and so it's it's hard. I give this one. I think this is six seconds. Six seconds before everything implodes. All right. Six or seven. This is this isn't my favorite one, but like it sets up so much, and like they're all baby faced and young and. Wait, is Brian ever not babyface? Yeah. All right. I mean, like, so Paul Walker died, what, six years ago now? Yeah. Which was... It's hard for me not to picture him as the the Brian from the very first... Well, because it's the only the first, one you've seen him. Well, or second yeah. one. Like, I, I guess I can't picture him at all, like, from any trailers or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, you'll see as that kind of goes on here. I have a question. In the later movies... Is Brian still the main character? You'll have to see. All right. I don't want to spoil anything. Because right. we're finally getting into things that you haven't really seen. Yeah. Oh, that's the wrong one. We need this one. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. Pizza Hut Japan is celebrating the Tokyo Olympics by offering a new decathlon pizza topped with 10 kinds of meat. Calling it the king of meat-based pizza, the decathlon pizza comes with bacon, Iberico thick slice bacon, aged bacon, charcoal grilled beef ribs, beef bologi, uh, teriyaki chicken, pulled pork, pepperoni, rough slice sausage, and Italian sausage. The decathlon pizza can be found at participating Pizza Hut locations across Japan during the Tokyo Olympics. Huh. I kind of want to try that. It sounds like it'd be a mess of flavors, and Pizza Hut is pizza is terrible generally. I but haven't. That had, sounds like an interesting. Our Pizza Hut weird. town closed, so I haven't had Pizza Hut in so long. Yeah. Yeah. No, I missed their. They had. They finally finally had like some delivery chicken wings that were like the dry rub were actually edible. But then they closed. You know it. what I'm bummed about? Uh, so Wing Street was like their their wing thing. Yeah. Well, because of the wing shortage, now they have thighs, and now there's a thigh street. And I love fried chicken thighs. There's a thigh street. Is that good? I thought that was a bad. Th- you said that was a, you had a bad thing. Well, I love chicken thighs. I don't. I don't like that now. Chicken thighs are going to get expensive, but I like chicken thighs. All right. All right. Uh, police are calling a Florida lawn care worker a hero after saving a man's life, despite allegedly being yelled at by homeowners to do it somewhere else. Tony was walking to work when he saw a man in a car having a serious seizure on Monday in Palm Beach County. Without thinking, he ran up to the rolling car and grabbed the fender to try and stop it from rolling down the street further. It ran over Tony's foot, but thankfully he had steel-toed boots on. 
The car finally stopped on a lawn, but the windows were up and the doors were locked. The driver was convulsing and was in terrible shape, uh, according to the sheriff's office. Tony screamed for help, asking and begging someone to help. The owners of the house where the car stopped allegedly yelled, Get off our lawn. Get the man out of here. Have him die somewhere else. Tony quickly realized he knew where the injured man lived. He ran down the street to their house and was able to get his wife, and they called 911. Uh, the man called the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office to ask for Tony's phone number. The man said, I want to talk to Tony. He saved my life. Wednesday, the grateful man and his wife went and found Tony and gave him a hug. No words on if they shat on this neighbor's lawn, because fuck that guy. Yeah, no, that guy was an asshole. Just the worst. All right. Uh, the chief executive of tobacco business, uh, Philip Morris International, has called on the UK government to ban cigarettes within the next 10 years in a move that would outlaw its own Marlboro brand. Uh, Jacek Olczak uh, said the company could see the world without cigarettes, and actually, the sooner it happens, the better it is for everyone. So they already have a backup then. Uh, yep, cigarettes should be treated like petrol cars, the sale of which is due to be banned uh, from 2030, he said. Government action would end uh, the confusion felt by smokers, some of whom still thought the alternatives are worse than the cigarettes. Uh, give them a choice of smoke-free alternatives with the right regulation and information. It can happen 10 years from now in some countries. You can solve the problem once and forever. Uh, Philip Morris International, PMI, recently said it wanted half its turnover, turnover to come from non-smoking products as it morphs into a healthcare and wellness company with executive pay tied to its new mission to unsmoke the world by phasing out cigarettes. Nonetheless, the company has come under fire from anti-smoking campaigners who, uh, who accused it of hypocrisy after it launched a £1 billion pound uh, takeover bid for Vectura, a British pharmacy company that makes asthma inhalers. Uh, campaigners argue <laughs> to back. Well, I mean, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. After like, ma after uh, giving some people asthma, you gotta go make it sure you're in control of the uh, yep. part. Uh, campaigners argue tobacco companies are positioning themselves as part of the solution to a smoke-free world, while continuing to aggressively sell and promote lethal cigarettes. Smoking, including secondhand, kills roughly eight million people a year, according to the WHO. Uh, tobacco firms have been moving into cigarette alternatives such as vapes and e-cigarettes. Uh, PMI is pushing the IQOS, a cigarette device that heats tobacco to deliver nicotine without the smoke and tar that causes diseases, including cancer. So they don't want to ban tobacco. No. They want to sell more e-cigarettes. Right. That's probably, in some ways, it might be cheaper for them, too. Oh, probably. Uh, yeah, because I, I, you don't have to have the machine. Like, it's like people have the, the vapes themselves. So once they have that, like, you just have to have the capsules that you just sell. That you capsules. have to sell, yeah. You don't have to have, like, machines that are rolling cigarettes. Just just insane. Just insane. And I, I don't know. Like, if you want to smoke, smoke. It doesn't bother me. Like, yeah, it's, it's not good for you, but it, it's no skin on my nose if you do it. You don't need to outlaw it. Like, I feel like our we could be focused on better things. Yeah. All right. Um, a 13-year-old girl is about to become much richer richer than you uh, uh, than you are after Doritos offered her, her $20,000 for a rare puffy Doritos chip. Nine News reported uh, that on June 11th, Riley Stewart posted a video on TikTok that showed the chip, which was bloated across all of its 
um, sides, uh, showing a, uh, well, there's three characteristic points. She found the treasure, uh, while snacking on the treats. Four million people have watched her video. Text on the video, uh, says, I found a puff Dorito. Is this valuable or should I just eat it? Stewart then asked her followers what she should do. TikTokers online told her to try and place, uh, the Dorito up for sale on eBay just to see what would happen. The amazing snack treat was originally listed for 99 cents, um, in, a post describing it as puffy Dorito, one of a kind. It wasn't long until she started receiving bids of up to $100,000. At that point, the listing was removed because, well, a bunch of fake bids and a bunch of bullshit. Uh, the story attracted so much attention, however, Doritos offered her $20,000. Uh, we've been so impressed with Riley's boldness and entrepreneurial spirit, so we wanted to make sure that the Stewart family were rewarded for their creativity and love for Doritos. $20,000 is pretty cheap for a PR move. That's exactly what I was thinking. And maybe that's the cynic in us, but that's what's That's happening. exactly what happened. Because <laughs> they don't have the buffalo-flavored Doritos anymore. All Fuck right. you, Doritos. And here is my absolute favorite story of the day, and you're going to love this. At least I hope you do love it as much as I do. In a move that pours cold water on the dreams of a few billionaire space explorers, the U.S. has tightened its definition of the word astronaut. New uh, Federal Aviation Administration uh, rules, or the yeah, so FAA rules, say astronaut hopefuls must be part of the flight crew and make contributions to space flight safety. That means Jeff Bezos and Sir Richard Branson may not yet be astronauts in the eyes of the U.S. government. These are the first changes since the FAA Wings program began in 2004. The commercial astronaut Wings program updates were announced on Tuesday, the same day that Amazon's uh, Bezos uh, flew aboard a Blue Origin rocket to the edge of space. To qualify as, a commer as commercial astronauts, spacegoers must travel 50 miles above the Earth's surface, which both uh, Bezos and Branson did. Uh, but altitude aside, the agency says would-be astronauts must also have demonstrated activities during flight that were essential to public safety or contributed to human spaceflight safety. What exactly, what exactly counts as such uh, is determined by FAA officials. In a statement, the FAA uh, said that these changes uh, brought the wing scheme more in line with its role to protect public safety during commercial spaceflights. On the that, 11th... And, there, and it's fair because, like, there's a difference between, like, if you're, I think one of the comparisons I saw was there is a difference between, like, being a sailor on a ship and being a passenger yep. on the ship. Well, and it's, it's the same thing with, like, we've both flown on planes. Yeah. I wouldn't call us aviators. No. I wouldn't. Yeah, not at all. Like, it's, it, it's the exact same thing. Um, yeah, so on the 11th, on July 11th, uh, Richard flew on board Virgin Galactic Spaceship 2 to the edge of space as a test before allowing customers aboard next year. Uh, Bezos and the three other crew members who flew on Blue Origin spacecraft may have less claim to the coveted title. Ahead of the launch, Blue Origin CEO Bob Smith said that there's nothing really for a crew member to do on the autonomous vehicle. <laughs> Uh, those wishing for commercial wings need to be nominated for them as well. An FAA spokesperson uh, told CNN they are not currently reviewing any submissions. There are two other ways to earn astronaut wings in the U.S. through military or NASA. The wings spotted on Mr. Bezos and Sir uh, Richard uh, following their flights were custom-made pins by their own companies. However, a glimmer of hope remains for them, uh, hoping to recognize as astronauts. 
the new order notes that honorary awards can be given on merit at the discretion of the FAA's associate administrator. Astronaut wings were first awarded to astronauts uh, Alan Shepard Jr. and Virgil Grisham in the early 1960s for their participation in the Mercury 7 program. So we should pretend that they had that Jeff Bezos had some merit in space. Maybe if he strong stayed, disagree. Maybe if he never came back, there'd be some merit there. Right, we'd give him an honorary astronaut then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that so watching watching the Bezos launch, I have never been more mad because they were broadcasting the like the comms chatter, right? Yeah, and they're asking for safety checks and all this stuff, like ground control is, and, and they're completely ignoring ground control. Like they're just whooping and hollering and yada yada yada. Like they're they're not doing anything. And like they could literally die. Yeah, no, and it's the whole like uh I don't know if we talked about it last week, but the whole like him talking about like yeah, if uh I understand that like when astronauts see like uh Earth from space, like their entire worldview changed, like no. And like and then he comes back and like he adds that like dumb statement about like thanking uh his employees and customers for paying for sending him to space like no this is he was never going to change his perspective like, from seeing earth from space he's he's like he's a regular like sociopathic uh, ceo like excuse the australian but what a fucking cunt yeah no. like just just the worst no he no lessons were learned a bunch of money was spent he's just uh... well let's talk about something fun uh, besides the fact that uh, he's not an astronaut, because yeah. some there were some petty rule changes that <laughs> that were totally leveled against them, and that makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, other things that we could talk about are foods that you ate as a kid that you will not eat now. So, um. So like, won't eat now. Well, not necessarily, or maybe don't eat now, or have better alternatives to now. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I can go first if you want. Oh, no, I, there's like, like first of all, the top thing of the list is like mostly cereal. Like I very rarely eat cereal these days. And when I do, like it's pretty much exclusively like uh, frosted mini weeds. And that's about right? it. It's more of an adult cereal. It's not like Lucky Charms or Fruity Pebbles or anything. Oh, like yeah. That. I'm I don't foresee, I don't see myself getting Cocoa Puffs ever again or Reese's Puffs. Especially since they they, I, they changed the recipe at some they had to have changed the recipe because like the last time I had Reese's Puffs it was disgusting it was like no 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 your palate changed that well this is, I'm talking about this is still years ago when like I had like Reese's Puffs like it was like this is not good anymore no but it's uh, so like there's all sorts of like cereals that I'm just not gonna get again um for me the first one that pops into head like I, so I was thinking back on like all the food um. My brother and I like made or and like my parents taught us to make. Um, and the first one that pops in is hamburger helper. I don't think I will ever buy a box of hamburger helper again in my life. Um, because you can make the same thing cheaper and almost easier and better on your own. Because like it's usually like elbow macaroni. Some spices, maybe some cheese, and a hamburger. Yeah. And hamburger doesn't come in the box, so you're already buying that anyway. So you might as well buy a giant bag of elbow macaroni for a dollar. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, have a cupboard full of spices. Yeah. 
and then like add like maybe just like some chicken stock and in, in there and like it, like it's just so much better. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see, corn dogs. Especially, I'm going to disagree with you on corn dogs. Do you have you, you get you eat corn dogs often these days? No, but if as I was about to say, like especially mini corn dogs. Oh, mini corn dogs! I'm uh, holy. Well, yeah, mini corn dogs. I'm wholly on board with you. But like, if I'm at the fair, like if I'm in a corn dog situation, like at a fair, and the mood strikes, I will have a corn dog. All right. Because I mean, it is. Well, I. You know what? I, I might be with you because the only part of the corn dog that I really like is the cornbread part. I could really give a shit about the dog. And the uh, the popsicle stick in the su- that's holding it together. You mean the sneaky bit that can chew like that that can chip a tooth? Oh, did you chip a tooth on one of those? No, before? I didn't. Right. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, let me think. Let's see what else. Like, some of the stuff, some stuff I will still eat. Oh, but I don't. I can't do pop tarts anymore. I can't either. There's a box of pop tarts that have been in there for ages, yeah. right? And um, there 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 was a night where. I may have partaken in some jazz lettuce, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I ate a pop tart. I grabbed a pop tart, and I could I made it through half of one, and I was stoned. Like how how bad does a food have to be <laughs> where you could only eat half of? No, uh, there's something like I just can't do pop tarts anymore. I used to I used to love s'mores pop tarts. I and I I used to oh s'mores pop tarts were the best. I used to always like toast them. I always would eat them the same way. I'd always eat the outside crust first, so then I have like the frosting, yeah, and frosting all the bit, yeah. Like so, I'd get the the worst. And then like the graham crackery, and I would just eat them raw. Like you don't even need to toast that shit. It's so good. And like I'd sometimes have the strawberry pop tarts or whatever, and and the blueberry pop tarts, and like as long as there's frosting on there, but I just can't do it anymore. They're just they just taste. Uh, bland that, and not good. In that same vein, um, toaster strudels. I could probably do a toaster strudel. Not, no, no, not like uh, the the savory ones. All right, the savory strudel. I um, they had like they had like eggs and ham yeah. in them, and like hot pockets. They kind of in the same vein, like those, like after school or like breakfast, like dinner snacks. That like with like the dehydrated foods and stuff, and I'm like, I just I, I can't. I can still eat uh, a hot pocket. When was the last time you had a hot pocket? Probably a couple years. But like it's, I could I could still do that. But it's like it's not something I'm going to be like look at the grocery store like yeah I should t- toss that. It's like yep, it's like yeah I'll go go with something else. Right, uh, you 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 yeah. There's there's no way you're gonna go out of your way to eat a hot pocket. If one landed in front of me, like I would, like I'm not gonna lie. If any of these food, like if somebody served them to me, I would eat it because I'm an adult and that's what you do. Yeah. But if somebody, if if I went to the store, like I'm not gonna buy any of these things of my own volition. Yeah, no, and like as far as hot, po- like I, and I always when it came to hot pockets, I exclusively ate the ham and cheese, and that was it. Really. Yeah, the pepperoni hot pockets were the best. No, I, I just it was, it was only the ham and cheese I liked. You are a broken individual. <laughs> ham and cheese hot pot. What kind of fucking monster are you? I wanted the cheese, and I wanted. It's the- not even good cheese. It has like a grittiness to it. <laughs> it's nasty. 
in the ham. Like, it's simultaneously boiling hot and cold at the same time. It's and it's chewy. How do they Why do that? is the ham chewy? <laughs> I still do uh, pizza rolls, though. I will still do those every once in a while. Oh, you like pizza rolls are a classic snack. Like that's you, you can't you can never go but but when it comes but, to no like, but you you oven your pizza rolls you no longer microwave them. I've never microwaved pizza rolls. Is that like as a kid I microwaved pizza rolls because I got home from school and I wanted pizza rolls right now. Like then you microwave pizza rolls. Like nowadays, if I'm in the free frozen food se- se- section and I'm looking at this and that type of area, I it, if I'm not going to grab pizza rolls, it's probably going to actually be like a bagel bites. No, it was, it's probably going to be those little like uh, tortillas. The, the oh, the uh, toquitos. No toquitos, just because you can just make a cu- bunch of those up, and then some fucking hot sauce, and that hot sauce will cover everything. You know, the worst is like when I'm in the f- uh, frozen food section these days, it's because I'm buying fucking vegetables. Yeah, I gotta get some frozen peas. Frozen peas or green beans or frozen corn. Yeah, I made my pork fried rice today, uh, and I used uh, I accidentally read the wrong number off my instructions, so instead of using half a cup of, of uh, peas, I used two cups of peas. But that was fine. I mean, I feel like the the half a cup is one or two cups of peas because. Can you really have too many peas in fried rice? No, not really. Like I had like an extra like it. I ended up doing a slightly larger batch anyway, since it's like, well, I, I don't have enough rice to do another batch, so I might as well just throw it all in there. And then, like, well, this is way more pork than eight ounces that I was asking for. That toss that in there, and yeah, I will still say that cooking is time consuming, and it still makes a mess. And but like, it, I'm just not going to turn towards uh, hot like a uh, hot pockets these days. Right? It's just it's not worth it. No. Like. The food tastes so much better if you take the if you take the little bit of time and like if you make enough like then you can reheat it later and stuff like fried rice and like soups and stews are better the next day anyway. Like they're better with some time on them as those flavors get to know you each know other. You know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't buy some corn dogs. I would instead be like, you know, I'm just going to get a, a bunch of brats and that's going to be my food. Is I, I'm going to just make some brats on the grill and that's going to be what I'm going to Right, eat. yeah, or get, like get some sausages or like yeah, we get like a Hot Dog Federation t-shirt. Gotta be coming soon. Oh man, we gotta get that done. Yeah. The National <laughs> Hot Dog or the yeah, the National Hot Dog Federation. Or is it the world? Or the World Hot Dog Federation. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. Cause we got, you know, man, it's your wiener. Do what you want yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, should we get out of here? Yeah. Uh, I have too many buttons now. I didn't used to have this many buttons. I added a whole new button, and I don't like it. <laughs> and it's for that stupid segment that we created. Yeah. I can't wait to be done with it. And how many seg- We're down to three sub-segments in it. We down to. We're up to. <laughs> we're up to. We're not. We're not whittling anything down. Uh, no. I can't wait until like we get a full studio again, and we have that, and we have Carlos's car corner, and we have <laughs> the Frizz Boys all in the same fucking episode. We're gonna be an hour in before we get to the beer. Well, that happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessviews.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessviews. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnessviews. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.